Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everyone to the very first episode of Christianity in the World. My name is Eric, and I just want to thank you all for tuning in to this first episode. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about intimacy with God, and I really felt like talking about this just to give like a general understanding of it because the church nowadays kind of overlooks this a lot and i'm not saying every single church does i'm saying most churches overlook this and it's not talked about enough and so i really felt like sharing um sharing the importance of intimacy and how we should be cultivating that into our everyday lives and why it's so important so so we go now into the why like why is this so important well it's kind of the foundation of christianity like over the past year you know because of all the whole covid thing i've really gotten to learn more that christianity isn't just about going to church or or doing the prayer or reading the little devotional uh, that you know great granted that's that's all great things but it's so much more than that christianity isn't going to church and doing the communion and doing the bible study and doing the sunday school class and and it's not it's not all about that right because sometimes we think that's that's all that it is right when really that's only a fraction of it christianity is really building a relationship with christ himself right like like to to help you understand this that's like getting a wife and not having any kind of relationship with the wife or husband right like that that doesn't really make any sense and there's really no point to that relationship then right so it's so important that this needs to be the the primary focus of Christianity is relationship right well i'm i'm pretty sure you might be thinking like there's nowhere in the bible where it talks about relationship really well it kind of does it's reflected off of nature right so i'm going to dive a little bit into the bible a little bit and i mainly want to want to focus on a few passages but i want to first go into the book of psalms because there's there's this chapter that that reflects a relationship and spending time in the secret place and you and this is like like to me this is instantly like this is like the uh what's the word like the the primary like standard i guess you could call it for a secret place with god so we're going to go to psalms 23 and i know that this psalm is like people immediately think like oh this psalm is talking about peace against troubles right well yeah that that is the primary focus of this you know because it does say you prepare a table before being in the presence of my enemies but let me read it to you and let me and try and picture this with me here. So, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So, so that's, that's, and then of course it goes on with the, you prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of, of my life. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, so this is what I picture the secret place is like. Right, And granted, each of us might have a different, I guess, form of secret place. But this is how I picture it, right? This is, this is what I picture what Dan... No, not Daniel. David's secret place was like, right? Because you realize David's secret place was probably with his actual sheep that he tended to. That was his secret place right that was where he spent his time with the father he even faced troubles physically right now now let's put a bookmark there i'm going to go to another passage all the way in first peter chapter 4 verses 1 and 2 so it says, since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking, for whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, passions but for the will of God, right? So I mainly want to focus on this part here. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves in the same way of thinking, right? Well, whenever you say suffered for flesh, you know, you're probably thinking of the crucifixion, right? Because that's, that's what he suffered for, right? Also, another suffering he did was 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, in the desert, fasting. Right. So now, now, whenever I I think of this passage, you know, as far as tending to the secret place and intimacy with God, I think of Jesus before he was arrested. Right. Because, like, what did he do whenever he was about to get arrested? He knew that he was about to go and get arrested by Judas and betrayed and get sold out and then go and through the whole crucifixion process he knew this right because he's Jesus this is the reason why he came to earth so so and realize he's human right Jesus is human right so whenever humans like like me and you listening 
Whenever humans get under stress, what do we tend to do? We tend to go to what we call our comfort place. Our place of comforting. Something that would comfort us. Right? Now, Jesus could have easily went, and instead of doing this, he could have easily went to go hang out with the disciples. Have the disciples protect him. He could have easily just told the disciples, they're about to come after me, save me. He could have easily done that. But he didn't. He didn't not only because out of a love and obedience to the Father. And he knew that that's what he needed him to do. But also. Well back back to what I'm trying to say here. In verse in Luke chapter 22, verse 39, I'm th Jesus goes to the Mount of Olives to spend time with, with God. So starting in verse 39, and he came out and went, as was his custom. Keep noting that. As was his custom to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you might not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down, and prayed, saying, Father, if you're willing to remove this cup from me, nevertheless, not my will, but yours, be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. And when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Rise and pray that you might not fall into temptation. So I want to go back to this part where it says, As was his custom. Right? Because this, this clearly isn't the first time that Jesus did this. Right? This isn't clearly the first time that Jesus did this. He did this everywhere he went. Right? He cultivated a lifestyle. Like, granted, he. Back to what it was saying in First Peter. You know, with 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 living a life like Jesus, we immediately think like, oh, that's that's teaching and spreading the word and spreading the gospel and healing, miracles and all that stuff. Well, yeah, that's that's one of the parts of it, but also it's cultivating. This lifestyle curated and cultivated around a relationship and the secret place with the Father, right? So let me ask you this. What is the purpose of the secret place, right? Because I'm sure you're saying stuff like, Oh, I already accepted Jesus in my heart. I'm all good. Or, no, I don't really need to do that. Well, see, the thing is, we need to be constantly renewed every day. Because we're constantly growing, right? It's not like we, we just accept it and it's like, well, bam, we already have the perfect relationship. We have to grow in it, right? Like, for instance, like, you meet a girl or a guy or something, and it's like, well, bam, you guys are married. Like, yeah, that's great but that's not how it works right 
You have to grow that relationship, right? You have to grow trust in God, right? Because look, God's going to meet you wherever you're at. You just have to grow more in Him. And, and granted, you also experience love, like true love, right? You experience true love whenever you encounter the secret place. And look, I don't want to spoil much of the secret place because I, I, I honestly think it should be something that someone should look for in God. It should be cultivated around your relationship with God. Right? But one thing about the secret place too. It's there will you find the answers to what you're praying for. Like yeah, you can get a word from somebody at church or the Lord can give you a dream. Like yeah, those are those are ways that you can get a word. But you can get a word on what you're needing or where you're asking the Lord, right? Like, that's that's where you'll find it, is spending time with God. Just like Jesus did here. You know, Jesus, in, in this part with the Mount of Olives, he was really seeking the Lord on this. Like, Lord, do, you, is, do I have to do this? Right? Do I really have to do this? And the Lord's like, yes, but I'm going to give you the strength to do it. Right? And this is where renewal comes. Because you realize that in this Mount of Olives, God also sent an angel to strengthen him. Right? So, again, the, the secret place is the place where we get renewed. And we get refreshed. Right? And look, granted, some people like Heidi Baker, like, Heidi Baker... You know, she, she travels a lot and she uh, she uh, she gets interviewed and does all these conferences and all this stuff. And I, somebody was sharing this and they were like, and they were sharing the, the story of Heidi Baker. And somebody asked Heidi Baker, like, how do you maintain so full of the Lord? And she's like, I start every day spending time with him before i do anything else like heidi baker has been late to conferences like hours late because she's still getting ready with the lord right like that's just crazy to me like not crazy in like a bad way but crazy in a good way so let me ask you this last question. I'm sure you're asking this. What does the secret place look like? And how... How do I get in it? How do I go to the secret place? Well... I feel like that should be something left up to you and God. Right? But the... But the one thing I can share, though, is just spend time with him. Clear time out of your schedule to spend time with him.
just be like, Lord, I'm here. Lord, I'm here and I'm willing to listen to you. Spend time in worship, spend time in the word, spend time in prayer, and just spend time being quiet and listening to the Father. Thank you all for tuning in to the very first episode of this podcast. I am planning to release more episodes in the near future. I would really appreciate it if you give me a follow and share this with your friends. I really do hope that this can help you further explore into your into your walk with God a little bit more and really understand or at least help you understand a little bit more into the world of intimacy and and how it is a vital part. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it a lot, and I'll see you guys later. Peace.